Hello, everyone, and welcome to Science Unscripted. It's Connor here. And Gabe. We're going to be talking about double standards today. Double standard when one group is judged based on a standard and another group is judged based on a different standard. Or that, that standard changes. So somebody, somebody could steal something from yeah, let's person say, A. Let, let's say a, 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 a boy that I catch steals something and I say... Uh, what what would do, you say? Don't, don't do that, boy. <laughs> that's how you talk. And then, and then, a, and then a girl uh, steals something, and I say, "Hey, that's that's just fine." Well, that uh, go keep wait, go keep that's stealing. A complete, that's not even. That's a completely different thing. No, the what with the boy, you're like, what louder or more aggressive and more? Uh, I don't know. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. Don't do that. <laughs> and with the girl, you are softer, and you're uh, not as there's, you've there's stolen something. That's there's, not, there's that's not, not as much necessarily fun. right. But yeah. So the the execution of, of justice <laughs> or uh, the fairness is off for reasons that we can all feel, but we're not even totally aware of. We just talked about stealing, Gabe. Your research or the, this research out of Norway is about something else. Yeah, it's about sexuality or how sex is viewed or how people who are promiscuous. Uh, are viewed and also with genders, sexes. So over the years, I, I would say that that has been changing. This research is absolute proof that at least in Norway, absolutely that has changed. We're going to be speaking with someone. He's going to say his name really fast. Let me just say his name for you. It's Leif Edward Ottesen Kenner. And this is how he says his name. My name is Leif Edward Ottesen Kenner. I am Professor of Psychology at the Norwegian University of Science and Technology, and we've recently published a study on sexual double standards. Life, what did you find out about sexual double standards? General opinion in society is that we do have a sexual double standard where women's sexual liberty is somewhat reduced compared to men, and men are sort of heroes if they have a lot of sex. Right, so the idea that a guy who has lots of partners is a is a stud, right? He, it's it's a good thing. It's a positive. And women, if they've had multiple partners, they are considered promiscuous, right? Right. So I suppose promiscuous is is laden somehow. But if one just uses it as a descriptor, promiscuity is then considered positive for males and negative for women. That is the myth in society, or that's what people believe. And this is what people say that is true if you ask them, what do other people believe? So what is the norm in society? If you ask people that kind of question, this is what they will confirm. But if you ask people directly what do you believe, you get a different picture. And Life, the study that you have just done found something different, but you did it exclusively in Norway. Is that right? Yes. So our participants come from a highly sexually liberal country, highly gender egalitarian country and highly secular country. So so these are three things that can influence people's sexual psychology. First, we had different sexual behaviours, promiscuity, which is having sex with multiple, many partners, different types of self-stimulation, masturbation, and behaviours that were more akin to cheating and controlling and jealousy. Okay, so if I have a friend and I'm trying to recommend to that friend um, whether he or she should hook up with someone or, or have a relationship with someone who's promiscuous, what were your findings there? 
In the short-term setting, we find that there is a greater leniency towards women's short-term history so or sexual history. So if your friend isn't considering a short-term relationship, we'll be more lenient towards her having had a sexual history than him having had a sexual history. So if I'm understanding you, the, the, uh, it, it's reversed here. So for long-term, we find a single standard, and for short-term, we find a reversed double standard. So it's worse to be, in this case, a guy who's been recently promiscuous if you're, I don't know, entering the dating scene, right? Because then you're going to be viewed, at least in Norway, as, as a less desirable partner. This is what we found. And it's, it's driven by different aspects. One of the aspects is that women have a higher sexual disgust than men. So in general, women are more negative to sex or more negative to sexual behaviors. And when men consider women who masturbate and when men, women consider men who masturbate, there is a difference in how, how much of a turn on that is. What, is. what is that difference exactly? Women who masturbate sound sexy. Men who masturbate sound disgusting. Really? Why, 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 why is that? Because men have a general higher sociosexuality. So men are more geared towards short-term sex to start with. Women are more reluctant or more or, or less, what shall we say, their general level of turn-on is lower and their general level of sexual disgust is higher. And when the results came in... Um with regard to the the double standard being reversed, at least compared to uh, the, the the myth that you described it as uh, at the beginning, did those results surprise you, Life? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's one of those things that journalists ask us all the time, what surprises us. But I, I, I'm pretty sure that most scientists do not sit in their bathtub yelling Eureka. But in this case, we had a theory-driven approach. So the theory-driven approach suggested to us that men should, and uh, from an evolutionary perspective, be more positive, especially in a short-term setting. And, and we talked about this uh, a while ago because we did a study on flirtation. And women who flirt very explicitly sexually in a short-term setting are more efficient than men doing the same. So men doing the same could be considered harassment. Okay, so the results didn't surprise you. Uh, another question, do they reflect a change in Norwegian society? Because if, if something was a myth before and it's no longer the truth, then something must have happened in the meantime, right? Well, the point is that this finding has, has um, been observed in very many Western countries. So they, it's the same in Canada, the US, Spain. Um, the idea of a reversed or a, um, a single standard. I think it's important to note that we haven't done very many good studies of this previously, so we don't really know. But we do believe that secularization, sexual liberation, and also um, uh, gender equality will, will have effects on sexual psychology and how we perceive people. I think... I think still it's a mystery to me why young women are continuously told that there is this double standard, 
And there are two aspects of that. One, we don't find it in research. And the other is, it often presupposes that women want to enter into a long-term marriage situation. And why, especially feminists on the left side of politics, should be um, reinforcing the myth, that is something I find odd. Gabe and I grew up in a time and a place, and that was the United States in the 1990s. And this myth wasn't a myth. I, I can hear guys, you know, in in the schoolyard or in the in the courtyard, calling women nasty names. The 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 girls at that point who'd had quite a few boyfriends or who had already had sex, um, and it didn't go the other way at that time. So I guess my question is, why did that happen then? To us, why why were we surrounded by that? Well, I think it's important to then ask you at what age? I'd say twelve to eighteen. Th- yeah, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen in particular. Yeah. yeah. So, according to some other myths, there are no people who are more sexually conservative than than prepubescent or pubertal boys. So, boys around fourteen years old seem to be extremely conservative. Uh, that doesn't necessarily say much about how this works among adults. The other thing is, I think it's worth noting that the US is less secular, it's more religious, it's more conservative by far than Europe, uh, and especially Norway. And also, uh, I think in terms of sexual legality, it's uh, also quite far from Norway. So, when we consider our findings in different studies, like the study we talked about last year on flirtation, we do find effects of American culture. But I'm, I'm pointing out that in Spain, Canada and the US, one also finds the single standard for long term. So over time, as conservatism breaks down or becomes less strong in a society, then, then these double standards kind of vanish or become less strong then? Well, that's a... I mean, I I wouldn't believe that we would find exactly the same results in a very conservative, very religious and very gender inequality culture. I, I think I think one has to be a little careful about how generalizable these findings are. And as you say, these are found in Norway. But but in general, many different studies of sexual double standard Uh, cannot uh, find it if they ask people what they themselves believe. So asking people what they believe society believes is different from what people uh, report as their personal beliefs. So it's a difference between attitudes and norms. Leif, we've talked to you before about flirtation and how it works best uh, for, for, for both parties. We've just talked to you about... Um, prejudices and how people view each other or or social norms versus my personal attitudes. Um, What's next? What do you got up your sleeve? Well, one of the areas where men seem to be more, shall we say, at the losing end of, I don't know what we should call it even, of society is when it comes to being included or not to feeling included in romantic life or not. So our next project is looking at in-cell psychology, but from a normal psychology perspective. When we started talking about in-cell psychology in Norway, I got a lot of conversations from uh, 
from journalists who wanted to talk about how crazy it was that these young men were demanding sex and demanding rom romance in their lives. But then we had the corona lockdown and then the same journalists contacted me and asked me, what shall we do? We're all in lockdown and we all, um, we all miss having skin contact or sex or having social interactions with other people. Um, and I think considering how romantic and sexual relationships are something that both sexes want to have and both sexes need, we're looking at how how is rejection and how is the dating market handled by both sexes and how does it influence their emotions and, and feelings and uh, mental health and also their radicalization and their attitudes towards the other sex. So we've, we've all got a little bit of incel psychology in us? Well, this is what I think. I think that uh, there is an internet phenomena here I think there's a radicalization process, but I think that a lot of the negative attitudes can arise in both sexes if one feels left out of a social arena which is as important as the romantic and sexual arena. And again, that was Life Edvard Ottesen Kenner from Norway. Big news from Norway. And of all the things he talked about, again, if you were following, there were 12 different possible categories of, of man or woman choosing long-term or short-term partner who is doing A, B, or C. A lot of different things. The thing that will always stick with me from, from talking to him was learning that, what, at the, from the ages of 12 to 14, did he say? Yeah. That boys are extremely conservative. The most conservative they're going to be. That's the apex of what sexual conservatism when you're in puberty. For him, that was like the most normal thing to, to know. Isn't and that for, when, when you're the wildest? That's what I would have thought. Yeah. I would have thought that that's the age where uh, possibly you're, you're trying to break out of social norms in the greatest way, in every way. Yeah. Forget sexuality, in every single way. Yeah. And yet that is a period of intense conservatism. That's yeah. not what I expected. Any thoughts on how this has changed over the years? Because clearly, at least in Norway, it has. Has it changed where you are? That would be the absolutely overriding question here. What's, what, is, what is the double standard like, or has it become a single standard over the years? Let us know at com. Science Unscripted.